did it well. <laughs> well, fucking well. Where is Wesley Snips? Pose in the house. Wellesley Snips. Wellesley Snips. <laughs> Squiffos in the house. <laughs> Woo! Coffee and fucking memes. Hey, Dan, you're right. Yeah, not too bad, not too bad. Good G- to be back. Good, good, good with the ill behaviour. Yeah, we're, we're actually on. Yeah, I think so. Oh, Guess right. so, are we? Yeah, looks like it. Oh, uh, right. There we go. Yeah, there they are. <laughs> oh, it's me, years, one person, four people on Facebook. They're all coming in now. Poo, don't all rush in at once. <laughs> Fools rush in where angels fit dread. <laughs> Thursday, eh? A favourite day of the week. Go. Sunday. Sunday? Yeah. No one likes Sundays. Why, why not? Because you got work the next day. Uh, you know, but my, my job's flexible. I like every day. Yeah? Because I'm alive. Wow, you're a real, a real Life everyman. Life is good. <laughs> <laughs> Just happy, happy to be above ground. Yeah, mate. Yeah, fair enough. I, I'll, I'll give you that one. Thursday, definitely better than Wednesday. Wednesday, better than Tuesday. I'll put Thursday in my top five. It's definitely. Yeah, it is. Yeah. They've been saying that for years. Yeah, I mean, my Thursday, my birthday this year was on a Thursday, so... There you go, yeah. conclusive proof. You know what, I changed my answer, Thursdays. Thursdays are all right. Yeah? Yeah, yeah. Nice. You know, no one cares too much of the hungover on Friday. No. No. That was last <laughs> People Thursday. People are mostly checked out anyway. Was it last Thursday or the week before that we got slaughtered? No, a week before, wasn't it? Thursday, see? Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's, that's how us Peckhamites do business. Oh, sorry, you're from Nunhead. Yes, thank yeah, you. Yeah. Oh, it's coffee and memes. Steady job, a couple extra potatoes, that's all I want. You're getting on, you're pushing 30, Sluggy. You know, it's time to think about getting some ambition. Oh, I always figured I'd live a little bit longer without it. Don't forget, kid, that what you're trying to do here is to be bright and chipper and entertaining and, and intelligent and sort of glitzy, and that's funny, and it's, it's, it's kind of cool, and it's interesting, and it's edgy, and all of that. It, it puts that facade of momentary charisma on you, and if you don't play that out, you actually fail. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Coffee and Memes on Threshold.fm, on YouTube, Facebook, and to all the Twitch thoughts out there. Just getting it done, stacking those peas, just fleecing the incels dry. (laughs) (laughs) That is the beauty of free market capitalism. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. I might give it a go, you know. I might just switch only only to Twitch and just to occasionally just watch that door rolling. Yeah, come on, you got to. I get I get a nice um get, get a decent push up bra or something. Well, if that's you your know. dream, I'll try not to uh, say anything too inflammatory because uh salty emails doesn't it, it doesn't help with revenue, does it? Does it not? No, no, mm. you know who you are. <laughs> <laughs> Get you kicked off as well. They kicked Dead Mouse off, didn't they? They kicked a few other people just for salty language. Really? Yeah. Apparently, there was some uh, lass who uh, was very big on on the Twitch, and then she did a live stream uh, drunk and sort of fell over a bit, and uh, they got it got an accidental upskirt, and uh, she was near wearing any kecks. Oh. And there was just Britney a, Spears one too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then there was a little sort of baby rat just for a second. A Wait, little, little drowned baby rat. I believe so. That's that's what they would. That's the term used for the Britney Spears uh, oh. moment. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and they just they pulled her channel. Oh yeah. man. God, have you seen? There's a video of uh, some uh, a Twitch girl, and she's just out in the street, just walking along. 
streaming, live streaming, and she calls an Uber, and the Uber pulls up, she gets into the Uber, she starts talking to the driver, and then after a couple of minutes, it becomes clear that this isn't her Uber, this oh. is a man that thought she was a prostitute, oh, and crap. has picked her up, and she's like, oh, so you're not an Uber? And he's like, no, no, I was just like, can you pull over, please? He's like, yeah, yeah, uh, okay, right, okay, thanks, bye! <laughs> I know, right? Yeah. Oh, that could have gone sideways really quickly. Yeah, I, I don't know. Well, you know, whatever. Got to make a pound note. Like, just get off your phone and pay attention to the bloody cars you're getting into. Yeah. <laughs> she, she was just like, oh yeah, I'm just sort of uh, thinking just some friends of mine like on it, and he's like, um, okay, yeah, all right. So where are you from? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, he got about a pound note in this game. He's oh. uh, he's just he's just on the hustle, right? Shoe throwers. What have we got? Uh, Veek, get down. A uh, couple of remixes of some Forbidden Society bits, uh, which are naughty. Uh, and uh, and a few of the hmm, we should play that Ti tune, which is called Yuwija, and um, got a couple of other bits and bobs. But yeah, got Frag's remix of Forbidden Society, which is naughty. Uh, Inward. Uh, Randy and Hanzo a remix of Inward isn't he didn't they do that space funk tune I might be wrong uh, anyway it's a bit of a flip flop flinger and there's a new high contrast release that's just gone up on Spotify which I feel may ha- may be suffering from the padgage effect oh, of really? not actually being by high contrast well come on look, let's just get into oh, it might wow. as well uh, it's I mean it may be maybe he's taking a very different direction oh Little Lincoln on the keys, okay. Sounds a bit like Richard Cheese. It does, yeah. <laughs> All right. Ravers at the front. Come on, get down Out with the, the sickness. DJ high contrast. <laughs> My DJ inside. <laughs> All the ravers. Ravers at the front, ravers at the back. Shout out security each and every time. Who wants a rewind? Show me a signal. Hands in the air for the raving crew. Uh, this is a this is a banger, man. It's quite nice. I like this it. is uh, I like his new direction. I like his nude erection. Ha ha ha! Inside, front to the back. <laughs> Make some noise for the Burgess Hill crew. <laughs> Lighters, can I see you? Yeah, thank you very much, ladies and gentlemen. Now, DJ Hype. That's, uh, that's a beautiful bit. I, I like it. Yeah, it's I'm into like, it, man. calm. Yeah. That's, that's a- not the padgage effect. That's like, <laughs> you know, it's, it's a little bit more classy. Yeah, I mean, it's not on hospital records, so it maybe he's be. left. <laughs> <laughs> it should. Uh, there's another one which is called Goose Guess. Um, a little go on Oh, this is a sort of like one more tune. Just a little slow it down for the lovers. <laughs> for okay. The <laughs> Grab your girl. Hmm. 
the lights have come on, security are standing there next to the decks. Yeah, you realise that the person Tapping you've been... the watches. Yeah. It's five past six, mate. <laughs> <laughs> you realise the person you've been dancing with for the last hour is not up to quite the scratch you thought they were. <laughs> Woo! Okay. You don't have to stay here. And you don't have to go home, but you can stay here. <laughs> <laughs> Padgage. Padgage. It's got like a permit for a pit. Woo. Big pit. And just dug a big pit. Anyway, that's Goose Guess by High Contrast. Uh, it's out now. You can get it on Spotify. You can get it on. I don't know if it's, it's not on Beatport. For me, I think this is the only high contrast that matters. Really? Right yeah, now, for yeah. Me, from now on. Forget like, the back catalogue. No, no. Just forget just all, all the. All that other really soulful drum and bass. Forget like, it. That's beautiful nothing. pieces of music. Like, it's, it's, it's nothing like this. That's real music. Yeah, yeah. This is this is where it's at, man. All that, that jugger jugger drum and bass bloody noise. Noise. That is real. Goose Guess, there by high contrast. And the other one is called Blue Sky Tower. Oh, yeah, it really sounds like it. Yeah, they've got a nice stock image of some clouds. That's the artwork uh, with Blue Sky Tower uh, written on it. Um, so, yeah, that's great. I mean, uh, uh, well done, Tony Coleman, if you a and would that. That's fantastic work. I hope you all, hope everyone wins. I'm going to be really embarrassed if that's genuinely a high contrast release. I won't. I actually <laughs> like it. <laughs> you could have it on repeat. Yeah. Yeah. Like calm. Brilliant. Nice. <laughs> uh, right, look, what have we got in terms of news nonsense? Um, outrage as Percy Pigs go veggie. But that happened a while ago. Uh, yeah, I think so. Um, is, Why outrage? If they, if they now, well, if what, they now taste like veggie? complete shit, I don't. You, as long as they taste the same, who gives a who gives an f? But I don't know. I mean, people are saying they don't. In fact, some are saying even a five-year-old can tell the difference. <laughs> rough. That that's a rough. Uh, Rough way to make a living. Uh, let's get this screen captured situation. There you are. There you are. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah. Wow. Outrage. Outrage. Yeah. Outrage. Uh, fish in Britain's rivers are loaded with drugs, including <laughs> cocaine and ketamine. Whoa, Jasper Hamill, 13,000 shares on this. My boy. <laughs> Jesus. Uh, there is an invisible drug epidemic gripping the rivers of Britain. It's not that invisible, then. No, not with bloody 13,000 eyes on it, <laughs> eh? eh? And the, those who read it who didn't share. Come on. Get, get, good to see Jasper Hamill getting those rookie numbers up <laughs> now. Uh, yeah, he's finally found his uh, niche. Yeah, fish in innocent... Yeah, those uh, Elon Musk sort of sex pun stories have not really been serving him well, so dry. he's moved on, yeah. <laughs> Uh, fish in innocent rural waters are being exposed to a wide array of illegal substances and it's not clear what effect the chemicals are having on their bodies, scientists have revealed. Okay. It might explain why seagulls are a bit aggy. Yeah. yeah they eat the fish and the fish are full of gear. Yeah. Problematic, isn't and it? And then the seagulls, they start fights with the locals. Yeah. Well, I'm sure I, saw, sure I saw an article the other day of some woman trying to basically get a seagull arrested for claiming mugging and theft after it came and stole her chips. Get him. I want him to go down. I want him to suffer. Throw the book at it. Yeah. I want that seagull to be picking up the soap in the showers. Guy is scum. He is a terror. He must pay. 
Um, I always like it when it's scientists have revealed, like they uh, right scientists. Yep, the scientists are calling conference. Apparently, they've got they've got a big reveal. Are yeah. they scientists like Dr. Dre's a doctor? I would imagine so. Yes, <laughs> and they've got like a little velvet curtain in front of what they're, and then there's a drum roll, and then they pull it down and reveal it's just a sign that says Fisher on gear. <laughs> <laughs> Researchers from King's College London. Uh, discovered cocaine in all the fish they tested in the UK, as well as ketamine, pharmaceuticals, and MDMA, the active ingredient in ecstasy. Whoa. Wow. In all fish. That they tested? Yeah, they tested. Yeah. It's been, uh, it's been known that sinful city fish hoover up drugs with the mighty Thames, uh, said to contain as much cocaine, so much cocaine that it's making the eels act strangely. Stroop covered it. And therefore, it must be real. I'm basically Snopes. If I cover it, it's legit. Um, I tell you what is funny, just to go on Snopes and just look at the latest things that have turned out to be really? false. Just They're hilarious. Oh, everything's false. It's basically, it's, it's kind of like the onion, really. Uh, but scientists didn't expect to discover drugs in waterways outside of the capital. People love drugs in rural areas because there's fuck all else to do. Yeah, and in the city. Yeah, yeah, just everywhere. Um, I mean, Canary Wharf and the financial district pretty much runs on cocaine, doesn't it? I believe so, yeah. I mean, God, you wouldn't want to do that job sober. Dr. Leon Barron from King's College London uh, said, such regular occurrences of illicit drugs in wildlife were surprising. Uh, We might expect to see these in urban areas such as London, uh, but not in smaller and more rural catchments. Before you go out to smoke or snort a fish... Right. Okay. Uh, it's worth remembering the level of drugs in each fish is too low to get you high. Fuck off, Jasper Hamill. Uh, <laughs> however, uh, we don't want to. Condescending. I know, right? He's really. <laughs> yeah, I'd snort a fish. Um, <laughs> if I could bring it to me, I'll snort anything. Um, just not piss like that bloody pissy oh. snorting yoga teacher from the other week. Um, before you go out, uh, yeah, yeah. However, we don't know what the effects of the drugs are having on the water dwellers. Lead author Dr. Thomas Miller from King's College London said, although concentrations were low, we were able to identify compounds that might be of concern to the environment and crucially, which might pose a risk to wildlife. As part of our ongoing work, we found that most frequently detected compounds were illegal drugs, including cocaine and ketamine and a banned pesticide, uh, phenoron. Who's snorting that? Yeah, man, come on. Kids need to... <laughs> these millennials, they're not eating Tide Pods, snorting pesticide. <laughs> Guys, just get a job, okay? <laughs> well, the- they can't. <laughs> <laughs> um, there's not that they can't, they just won't. Uh, although for many of these, uh, the potential for any effect is likely to be low. Well, we have an underwater sea raves. They're going to be, um, I don't know, getting the... Suicide just be a bit like Spongebob. Spongebob's yeah. a documentary, mate. Yeah, but... <laughs> uh, during the study, scientists collected samples, including the freshwater shrimp, uh, Gamorous Palax, from... Um, I think I ordered that on the dark web once. Um, from five catchment areas and 15 different sites around the county of Suffolk. Uh, Professor Nick Burry from the University of Suffolk said, Howie! Well, in the presence of Kyokin and aquatic mammals in that league, it's an issue for Suffolk or more widespread the curse in UK where it's further fucking research than that. Right. Environmental health has attracted much attention from the public due to challenges associated with climate change and microplastic pollution. However, the impact of invisible, invisible chemical pollution, such as druggy wugs, 
on wildlife health needs more focus in the UK as policy can often be informed by studies such as these. I mean, they are, I mean, illegal drugs are illegal. Yes. Already. What are you going to do, make them extra illegal? Like, how does it get, I mean, presumably it gets into the water supply through people who take drugs through their whittle. And also people are about to be raided by the cops flushing it all down the toilet. Oh, yeah, there's that. Yeah. Um, so I don't really understand how this would be. I mean, what would you, you well, do? Some sort of filtration do? system on a better filtration system to get it out? Like a sewage filter to try and take drugs out of sewage? How would you even begin to combat this? Have a word with a fish. Yeah. So listen, guys. We're gonna, um, this has got to start. You know, yeah. This is your intervention. <laughs> <laughs> this has gone on too long, causing too much trouble. Outrageous. Right, and that's enough high contrast for the day. Uh, let's, get into, <laughs> let's get into the hard stuff. Uh, this is a Frag remix, Frag's remix of Street Justice by Forbidden Society of the Prophets of Doom remixes part two. Right? Got it? Good. Lobsters. Question coming from a Joe Waits who says, Well, what animal would you most like to see on drugs? What drugs? <laughs> Depends on the drug. Yeah, what? Oh. I wouldn't mind seeing a raccoon on acid. I think they're, I mean, they're excitable little lads at the best of times. Rats on ketamine? Rats on K, yeah, yeah, it would be pretty cool. Pox in the. 
Oh, honey badger on cocaine. Oh. Unstoppable. Yeah, because it needs that. <laughs> it would be the absolute unstoppable Jeez. force. Slot, some people suggest. Send those into war. Yeah, Jesus. <laughs> They'll have ISIS sorted in a couple of minutes. <laughs> Weaponized honey badgers. <laughs> honey badger don't care. Honey badger don't give a shit. <laughs> Oh, he's eating a snake. That's nasty. (laughs) (laughs) Army ants on angel dust. Jesus. Yeah, there have been various uh, experiments with different animals on acid. There was one, um, there was a very famous one of a guy giving uh, an elephant uh, LSD and it died. Of course it died. <laughs> they gave it like some ridiculous dose. like, no. And uh, yeah, the guy who did it. Is this it, a thing from Brass Eye? No, no, no. It really <laughs> was a... Uh, <clears throat> uh, let's have a little uh, Let's have a little Google on that. Elephant LSD died. It feels very, very Brass Eye. Tusco. Uh, uh, that time, two scientists killed an elephant with a massive overdose of LSD. Yeah, um, it was a long time ago um, because science. Yeah, I think he was really... Um, Some people just want to watch the world burn. <laughs> yeah, I think he had like quite sort of reasonable intentions, but um, got it quite wrong, clearly. Yeah, <laughs> um, There are times when the best advice is ignored by those who those it's intended to help, even when... It's given by example. If only Tusco the elephant had taken the hint from Nelly and packed his trunk and waved goodbye to Oklahoma City Zoo, then maybe dear old Tusco would have avoided his untimely and unnecessary death on August the 3rd, 1962, from a massive overdose of LSD injected by two scientists, uh, Dr. Lewis uh, Jollyon, a.k.a. Johnny Jolly West, and Dr. Chester M. Pierce, and Mr. Warren Torrance, head honcho at the City Zoo. Can't help but think if Beavis and Butthead ever, had ever, by some miracle of fate, graduated from high school, then they would have somehow majored in sciences at the local community college. Fuck off. Um, they may have come up with an idea of injecting an element with a humongous dose of LSD. Can you please just tell me what happened, guys? It died, Will. Yeah, okay. Uh, on Friday, August 3rd, 1962, Weston Pierce watched as Thomas injected Tusco with 297 milligrams of LSD. Uh, Tusco quickly started tripping balls. That's the scientific term. The elephant became very distressed and lost control of his body movements. Tusco ran around his pen trumpeting. Trumpety Trump. Uh, His mate Judy tried to comfort poor Tusco. uh, But to no avail. Believing they may have injected him with way too much acid. uh, West, Pierce and Thomas quickly administered an anti-psychopic drug. um, 2,800 milligrams of promazine hydrochloride. Uh, this didn't do much. His eyes rolled back, his tongue turned blue, and the elephant showed signs of seizures. A second injection of phenobarbital sodium phenobarbital uh, was then administered. Tusco lay on his side, panting and shaking for an over an hour and a half before giving out his last blast of his trunk and dying. That's very sad. That's yeah. awful. <laughs> Elephants, uh, the two doctors wrote later in science, are... Highly sensitive to the effects of LSD, right? I guess I, I guess you have found out some science that ele- elephants can overdose on LSD. Um, 
It's just made me really, really sad. Yeah. Uh, he died because of asphyxiation caused by his throat becoming swollen and stopping air entering his lungs. Um, yeah, they were sort of largely ousted from the scientific community after this, funnily enough. Yeah, good. Yeah, yeah. Man. What a couple of bastards. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. I mean, what was the... What's the hypothesis? Like, what will happen if we give an elephant acid? Will it like? Ooh, I mean, what are they expect? What would be the God? This good last outcome? moments are probably really horrible. Yeah, I mean, it's so much. It, it's definitely falls into the too much thinking about whether or not they could, rather than whether or not they should. Yeah, I mean, how would that have helped progress in any way? Yeah, I know, I know. I just, I don't know. Okay, so anyway, back on to more fun news. Man poops out <laughs> air pot. He accidentally swallowed and it still works. Oh, that's why they cost so much. Yeah, I guess so. All right. A man filmed himself rummaging through his own tod after accidentally swallowing one. How'd you accidentally swallow one of those things? Um, uh, after accidentally swallowing an air pod. It's 2000, isn't 2019 weird? It's the current year, Will. Yeah, the man, known only as Mr. Sue in local media, says he fell asleep with his earphones still in and he woke up and he couldn't find the right one. Bullshit! Bull- no way would you just sleep with them in and you accidentally swallow one. How does one. it make it from your ear t- into your mouth? Lies, that's It's not how. a spider. Lies. Lies, deceit and deception, Mr. Sue. <laughs> right, what's the video? There he is, rummaging about in his Todd. Wow, okay, so it's a sort of one of those squatty potty type situations. He's filming it, obviously. Yeah, yeah he's found it. He's got it. Yeah, it's gross. It's all yeah, covered yeah. in tod. Stick it back in your ear, mate. Yeah, get it straight in there. Back in your mouth, no, no, clean it off. <laughs> you ridiculous human. Oh, there's a Find My Earpods feature that showed that they were in the same room as him. Ah, they were inside him. The map showed that my AirPod was at home and I could hear the beep-beep sound which seemed to follow me around the room. But I checked under my blanket and looked around and couldn't find them. Then I realised the sound was coming from my stomach. And then, for the heart of thinking, he also added, I swallowed my AirPod. Ah, Jesus, that is gross. What a ridiculous individual. He seems pretty pleased, but oh, look, holding it up all covered in Todd. Give it a a rinse, mate. Yeah, the battery was still at 41%. It was incredible. (laughs) Advertising has gone absolutely insane. Oh, God. Uh, this is an advert. Yeah, basically. Like that bloody one the other week with uh, Jeff Parsons, how I managed to come to terms with st- and stop worrying and love my AirPods. Mm. So you should stick it, try and see if it'll go the other way around. Stick it up your ass, see if it'll come out your mouth. <laughs> Jesus Christ. It does look like, like a suppository. It is. It's a little apple suppository, and it's probably... It's, I, I feel like they're probably reading your thoughts as well, aren't they? Probably. It's Apple. Yeah. Actually, Apple are not too bad. Google, much worse than Apple. Apparently, Apple go to quite significant lengths to... Well, they claim they go to significant lengths to protect your privacy. However, Google are just like, yeah, we steal everything. What do you want? You're going to stop using us? Doubt it. I mean, well... <laughs> one wow. yeah Lobsters. was that the first that was the first not bad brilliant oh yeah. wow I'm doing alright yeah basically I would rather the you know a company came out and was like yeah we're spying on you and what it's when they were like 
we're not spying on you. I, I just have a feeling mm. they're up to something a lot more insidious. Yeah, I think the worry... You know, like, they're the f- male feminists of uh, the tech world. The, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Hey, we're just here to help. Do you want to back her up? Just oh, give me your data. We would never roofie you. <laughs> <laughs> Drink this. Mmm. Oh, God. I, um... <laughs> friend of mine was telling me about a date she went on recently uh, with a guy who is almost he has to be a probably I, I cannot confirm but he seems like he might be a male feminist oh. but anyway he um apparently he rather than ordering a, a beer in the uh, bar that they were at he ordered a hot chocolate and proceeded to drink it holding it with two hands oh I would have walked out <laughs> <Yeah, that. laughs> it's like mm. no I'm a did you ever watch um, How I Met Your Mother? Yeah. You know, like, when you're on a date, the lemon law, I would lemon law that. What's you know? the lemon law? You walk into a date and just the minute you see something that's a red flag, you just go, I'm going to lemon law this and walk out. Right. Okay. Yeah. I mean, that's smart. Like, it um, it sounded like it was bad from beginning to end because um, they were arranging somewhere to go. They went to a bar and ordered a hot chocolate. He ordered a hot chocolate at a bar, yeah. It's a bit weird. Because he suggested, like, first they were going to go, oh, let's go to a pub. And he was like, oh, we could actually just go and get a hot chocolate somewhere if you want to drink. So maybe he's got some fucking weird obsession with hot chocolates. Or maybe he's trying not to booze. Maybe, yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't know. But um, The he, two hands thing, though, I, I can't can you imagine? excuse for that. There's yeah, absolutely there's no, no excuse. excuse. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. <laughs> yeah. The only time I think it would be acceptable to drink a hot chocolate with two hands is if you've been stuck on a mountain for about three days and you're picked up by, like, Mountain Rescue and they've got one of those big jackets and things on and they give you one and you're there, <laughs> just huddled and you're trying to warm yourself. That's the only acceptable time to drink a hot beverage with two hands. I agree. Yeah. <laughs> Disgrace. Uh, he apparently spent an hour talking about how he would recently done LSD and it really changed his perspective on things. Oh god. <laughs> anyway, some sort of huge like fretting about where they were going to meet and what time and all of this like no, no like god, so your first date you have to be like as the man you've got to be like uh, not authoritative but you have to be decisive. You have to go let's meet here at this time. Yeah. And is, as long as you haven't picked somewhere that is absolutely dreadful, which, I mean, is, you think you just pick a normal normal pub, yeah. just a normal, reasonable pub, not one... It, look, think about this. Not one on the edge of town. Not one on the edge of town. Not, <laughs> if, think about the reasons that you're picking the pub. Are you picking it because it's a nice place that's, you know, a bit vibey, but not too noisy, not too quiet, somewhere in the middle? Or are you picking it because they've actually got a really great range of IPAs there? <laughs> And the barman really knows his stuff. Is if you're picking it for that reason, pick somewhere else. Just but say that's a red flag. That is a red <laughs> flag. Like yeah, I don't know. It's, I guess um, it's uh, marginally less concerning than that listener mail we had the other day, where uh, the girl was sent pictures of matey in a bloody PVC military outfit and told her that he had a vac bed. That's a red flag. At least I never never had to go on a date. Right, let's have a few more bits. What have we got? Uh, so, these v- so, yeah, uh, poopy AirPods. Poopy AirPods, man. Yeah. Cool, stick it back up there. <laughs> it's, it's not done cooking. <laughs> what else have we got? Uh, pinger testing in uh, New South Wales has um, not gone down well with the government. Uh, Indian Army claims it's found Yeti footprints. Oh yeah, I saw that. I sent it on Twitter. Yeah. I don't buy it. Right. So you reckon it's not really a Yeti, yeah? <laughs> well, it's either... It, 
it's got one leg. Got like, <laughs> do you see the footprint? <laughs> like one in front of the other. It doesn't look like anything <laughs> that walks. <laughs> Uh, it's a yeti it's got it's two legs on a whale yeah Coming up at 11, got Ames MC's show. Dropping some good old bits, some good old pieces. And then at one, we've got a repeat of our boy Constrict. With his intersectional? No, 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 no. Incidental Sonics. Oh, we'd love that. Intersectional (laughs) Sonics. Have you seen the new Sonic? No, they've they've Netflixed it, haven't they? Oh, right. Yeah. I think? Sonic the Hedgehog. Yeah. Yeah. It's on Netflix. I think it's a Netflix movie, yeah. Oh, that explains a lot. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I I only know that because I saw some meme that was like, if Sonic's so fast, how come he couldn't? He couldn't outrun a shitty Netflix adaptation. (laughs) (laughs) Probably true. Yeah. Uh, What was this? This is the one you like the look of. Landlord tells tenants to take turns sleeping in single bed in cramped house ad. That's insane. (laughs) Oh, God. Uh, One advert for the house uh, share has raised some eyebrows thanks to one detail. I've lived in houses that are probably not dissimilar to that. I've lived in a, def- a house in particular that I do not believe would be fit for housing pigs. Honestly, if, like, if you had, I don't know, more a couple of pigs in there, I reckon the bloody environmental health would come shut you down. I don't know what's worse, this or 
when the um, there was an ad for the cupboard under the stairs and oh, had like yeah. a little sleeping bag in it. Yeah. And they're like, yeah, it can be just like Harry, Harry Potter. Potter. <laughs> yeah. You know. The nerve. Yeah. The absolute nerve. It's a, that's a, oh God, that's the sort of thing but where this, like, like take turns and sleep it. Sh- oh. uh, maybe if you had shifts that matched someone who worked nights, someone who worked days, you could. <laughs> <laughs> or why? Why don't you do like um, bloody Willy Wonka, like where the family are all uh, sleeping in the same bed, the two two sets of grandparents. Was that a single bed as well? Uh, no. <laughs> there was some. I mean, that, they they at least had like a king size. Yeah, probably. Yeah, there was some uh, some other meme I saw the other day with the granddad, Charlie's granddad. It was like this guy's a real piece of shit. He lay in bed for like thirty years while his family based lived in poverty, and then as soon as he gets the golden ticket to go to the chocolate factory, he leaps up and dances. <laughs> they should have him on that fit to work. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I bet he'd love uh, AOC. Yeah, you can guarantee it. Yeah, unwilling to work. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, renting can be an absolute nightmare. There are huge deposits to cobble together at a moment's notice. There are grim, da- damp flats, nightmare landlords, and blood-sucking letting agents. Yes. Yeah. This is absolutely. true. Absolutely. Yep. Um, I blame boomers. Hundred percent. Yeah, it's all their fault. Ruined everything. Um, then there is uh, then there's this advert, which is in a whole league of its own. Uh, we all know the competition to secure rented accommodation can be fierce, uh, no matter what condition the flat or house is in. Uh, but one property seems to have taken it to the next level. An ad in a, a, by an Australian landlord advertises his flat, which costs sixty-six pounds. Huh? What? Uh, I'm guessing Scroll that's up. per week. Scroll up. Like just that mattress. It just. Can you see that that dent in the middle? Is that a dent in the middle? Yeah, but it looks like someone died in it. Yeah, I- I'm getting that vibe too. And they were in it for like a week before anyone found them. Yeah, yeah, fair, yeah. Then they probably didn't even change the sheets. Yeah. Guessing that's per week, but who knows, especially when you consider what one of the stipulations is. As well as the house rules being cosily uh, scrawled over the walls, uh, the <laughs> landlord states that the flat is for two people. Uh, confoundingly, there is just one single bed though. Uh, but it's okay because the landlord has figured it out. Tenants can just take it in turns to sleep in the bed. The landlord goes on to say that the space is perfect for shift workers. See? Yeah? Come on. Eye on the prize. God, yeah, that's my had, little capitalist brain. God, if you had money, you'd Thank just king. be like a slumlord, wouldn't you? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'd be the king of a very tiny little empire. <laughs> a squalid little empire. Uh, who, uh, who can alternate sleeping in the bed depending on their working hours? Uh, accommodation 123 quid uh, two nighttime workers two daytime workers well Wait. they're going to get two people in there but four people on rotation um, if you know of someone that someone cooking let them know we have this available wow that is one of yeah just that sentence is enough to that's even worse like nope that's even worse <laughs> than that tweet by that lottery winner yesterday she could barely string a sentence together, but she did a better job than that. Fucking hell. Oh, she could be a rapper of the year by the next couple of years then. <laughs> um, rooms to rent available to... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, popped up. The image of the ad popped up on Kmart, Unhacks and Roasts. Facebook group and the Metro reports. Group members quickly picked up on the condition of the flat and pointed out the even more distressing fact. Uh, it's pretty sad 
that a lot of pe- for a lot of people this is actually all they can afford. A shared bed in a shithole, one woman wrote. Oh, eight comments. Mm. Hot bunking. Submarines do it all the damn time. Now, sub- submariners do it all the damn time. Yes, but you're not... <laughs> then the flat's not out at sea, is it? No, no. <laughs> uh, you're not paid for being in the flat either. Uh, yeah, but a friend of mine was on the uh, was a submariner for a while. Like he was just going to join the normal navy, and then he went, "Oh, if you want to do submarines, extra fiver a week or something, or extra fiver a day." And he went, "Yeah, I'll have some of that." <laughs> Whoops! Said so the smell after a cu- yeah, after a couple of weeks, a bunch of men in <laughs> yeah, a tin yeah. <laughs> under the sea. <laughs> Whew. For weeks on end. Yeah, I'll Don't give that one a mess. Um, uh, yeah, but Rigsby from Rising Damp st- started this with Alan and Philip in the 70s. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Uh, happens in the UK. Just look at the ads in London. Yeah, because a lot of time, um, <laughs> if, if you know someone cooking, cooking what? Methamphetamine. Um, uh, yeah, it's the sort of thing where, like, um, like the little one under the stairs was for, I, I think it's also like, if it's in the right area and you want a specific postcode for some reason, like I mean, getting some your kids into a it, certain you school. You look at the cupboard under the stairs and you think, oh, it's quite roomy. Well, yeah. <laughs> it's pretty much a basement, some of them. Yeah. <laughs> um, got to get your kids into the nice school somehow, haven't you? <laughs> KNL. Uh, what have we got? How to tell the difference between a high sex drive and sex addiction. Um, this is funny. We were talking about this the other night, weren't we? about how, like, people who have sex addictions, it's always, like, celebrities and film yeah. stars. It's never Gary who pushes the trolleys <laughs> around Lidl's car park, is no. it? It's never, like, you're chatting to the, you know, Susan on the tills, and they're like, oh, where's um, where's Gary? He's normally oh, he's just like, you know, he's in therapy. For yeah, me. he's in rehab. <laughs> oh, really? Oh, wow. Yeah, sex addiction. Yeah, he was having sex eight times a day. Oh, it's terrible. Like, what? <laughs> it's something that is only afforded to people who, like, have other people throw themselves at them That's the whole time. That's because thoughts don't care about trolleys, Will. <laughs> <laughs> that is outrageous. They're, they are the bourgeoisie, these Twitch thoughts. They're trampling the proletariat of the yeah, trolley pushers right. at Asda. Yeah. They're refusing yeah, sex to. Sex addiction is the. Uh, it's something you can get, have if you're like extremely privileged and have nothing else going on. Yeah, yeah. You've got to make some struggle somehow. Yeah, yeah. That's it. Yeah, you wouldn't have to create your own struggle because life's too fucking easy otherwise. <laughs> oh, oh the... I'm having too much sex. Oh, oh boo hoo. Oh, yeah. <laughs> my, my wallet can't fit all my 50s in it. <laughs> Oh no, my car's too fast. It's so heavy, it's like hurting yeah. my spine. Oh, what will I spend all this money on? Um, all good things are best had in moderation. So you say. Um, uh, when it comes to sex, however, it can be difficult to know what you've reached when you've reached the point of too much shagging. No, it can't. When it hurts, I think is probably a good indication. When it feels like it's going to fall off, that's definitely too much. <laughs> Uh, after all, having an ex- active sex life is normal. So how can you tell if you cross the line into obsession? Um, probably when your missus starts going, yeah, fuck off. It's probably a good sign as well. Or your boss starts calling you going, are you going to come in today? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, or when you do come in, they go, you stink of ugh, of sex, quite honestly. It's familiar, but mm. it's kind of ooh, musty. Musky. <laughs> minky, ooh, yeah, maybe also um, this could go in line with that uh, woman who was saying everyone should wank at work. You know, if you if you if you're already getting it at home and you're still cracking one out in the disabled toilets at work, 
Yeah, and I think that's where the line is. Definitely. Mm. Clogging out the cubicle with your hairy-handed lunchtime workout. What, the office cubicle or the toilet cubicle? Both. <laughs> uh, the difference between having a high sex drive and having a sex addiction, a sex addiction can feel vague, but the two are very different. While one is a natural, healthy emotion, uh, the other can have damaging effects on your physical and mental health. Uh, according to one study titled Understanding and Managing Compulsive Sexual Behaviours, uh, sex, uh, sex addiction is similar to substance use disorders, mood disorders, or impulse control disorders, in that they vary uh, in levels of severity. Um, it's also possible uh, the person isn't aware that they have a problem and might only realise or be told they are exhibiting signs of sex addiction when seeking help for other issues. Right. Um, diagnosis is made even more difficult due to the ongoing dispute amongst health professionals as to whether sex addiction is really a thing. <laughs> right, yeah, you reckon. <laughs> uh, although the term exists, it lacks a proper de- definition with medical communities. Commun- commun- Chelsea Reynolds, PhD, an assistant professor who researches and teaches sexual communication at California State University, tells the Metro that although sex addiction isn't recognised as a medical disorder, hypersexuality has been outlined. Key symptoms, including not being able to stop the behaviour and having sex to a degree where it is considered harmful to either party involved. That would seem reasonable. Um, I do know there was someone who used to work with one of my best mates in Brighton who, who I think was, was at about seven a day. And oh. his missus was, was I mean, she, apparently she had quite high sex drive as well, but she was really starting to flag. It was becoming a problem. Like, that seems like that's too much. Yeah, especially when you use words like flag. Flag. I can't like getting towards like the second, the last third of a marathon or something. Oh yeah, that's white flag. <laughs> or the flag, like like the sort of those pretend guns where a little flag with bang on the on the end just comes oh. out of it. Yeah, just powder. Poof. I don't know if I've got that much more interest in this sex, sex addiction article. I don't know. Uh, obviously, she's got blue hair in bed. <laughs> of course. Do bear in mind the difference between extreme behaviour and sexual preference. Enjoying unusual fetishes, it's which money. are often stigmatised, does not automatically mean you have a sex addiction. I think there are probably some fetishes that probably reasonably should be stigmatised. Yeah, you reckon? We shouldn't like be, let's normalise and celebrate every single fetish. No, he just had sex with my car. I don't want, (laughs) I do not want that normalised. I I have to drive that thing to work. It's covered, (laughs) it's covered in his latest release. The the exhaust pipe's exhausted. (laughs) (laughs) Lobsters. (laughs) Very good, very good Don't call it an exhaust pipe for nothing It's me making the same joke Um, Oh god, I'm going to play another record Christ, let's play that high contrast bit again As a palate cleanser (laughs) Hands in the air Raven crew You know this has like Morphine qualities It does Get MC Bassman on this. 
four and a nine and a parker can't see me face balaclava warm and easy warm and easy alan shearer hear my fucking wanker <laughs> don't call me no baggage handler i'll kick your ass all over the place Went me away, she used a banana. <laughs> he is the best. Oh, wow. Blue Sky Tower there by High Contrast. Um, oh, Lord of mercy. Um, let's have that bloody Dom and Roland bit again. No, Dom and Gridlock bit again from, uh, from yesterday, yesteryear. Uh, it's called Black Matter. Oh, it's a hot bit. Sorry. Maybe you just have uh, Richard Cheese, but over this, rather than the... Uh... <laughs> VJ now. (laughs) 
Uh, this is completely outrageous, this tune. I've, I can't imagine it not being Shoe Thrower of the Week. That was... I mean, maybe... <laughs> but then again, it might be Blue Sky Tower by High Contrast. <laughs> I don't know. Ridiculous, ridiculous work. Dom and Gridlock, Black Matter. Ah, it's a good one. Um, listen, yeah, Instagram challenge asks people to masturbate every day in May. Every fucking day. Team no days off. <laughs> Come on, team out every day. Have you seen the population? No one has that much life for us. No, no chance. Uh, Charlotte Granger. People will die. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Uh, how often do you masturbate? While it's an entirely normal part of being human, many of us don't feel that comfortable discussing self-pleasure. Don't force us to. There's no need. At least not in polite company. I mean, I don't mind, but like... Can't some things just be personal? Yeah, yeah. Like, what's wrong with that? Yeah, apparently not allowed. However, that could set be set to change from a new social media challenge which starts off on the first day of Masturbation Month. Go away! <laughs> the Self-Pleasure 30-Day Challenge asks participants to spend 10 minutes each day masturbating. What if you don't finish? Then what? You have to wait till Get the next day. Get sent to the gulag. <laughs> 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 yeah. Gulag Communist detective uh, um, If you want to take part There's a couple of ground rules you have to follow First of all You can't use any sex toys or watch the prom uh, When you're masturbating Instead you have to let your hands and imagination Do the hard work Jeez can you use lotion <laughs> You also need to track your journey By sharing your journey through photos God's sake. No. How about how about not going on Instagram for a month? That's a much better <laughs> challenge. It's a cha- oh God. It's, what's the hashtag? I want to follow this and just harass everyone on it. <laughs> just troll them all super hard. Try. Y- y- they might like it. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> Go on, son. Suffer encouragement. <laughs> <laughs> what about porn that you've drawn yourself? That seems reasonable. Uh, write down your experience in 10 words or less. Hold the sign over your face and snap a selfie. Post it. Simple. Amy Baldwin and April Lampert, co-host of the Shameless Sex Podcast, uh, are the brilliant brains behind the challenge. Would you Never really consider it. people coming up with this challenge as brilliant brains? Incredible minds. <laughs> uh, which runs like... All right, what are we going to do uh, to promote our podcast? Uh, wanking challenge? Brilliant. And Brilliant that's brain. <laughs> right, let's go to the pub. Um, 
and which runs to the 30th of May. Uh, the women are on a mission to de-mysticize, uh, what? Destigmatize masturbation. There was a stigma? I mean, apparently, if you're trying to promote a podcast, there is. Um, and bring the topic to the mainstream conversation. Why? Most folks aren't talking about masturbation openly or with pride. Because it's a private act, no? Like, seriously, if I went out and just like, I don't know, dinner party, 10 people there, and apropos for nothing, I'm just like, God, a fucking blazing wank the other day. Woo, <laughs> wee. Yeah, no porn. No, just just me and the old it's chap. my imagination. Just look, That's right. Yeah, I was looking out the window, looking up at the blue sky, just Bringing that thing Play into oblivion. Play some high contrast. Yeah, <laughs> stick a bit of blue sky tower on and just, oh, just this come started on, man. when we started, like, you know, putting a name to every month. Like, on this month, you have to do this. I blame November. Do you reckon? Yeah. yeah I think that's where it started. If yeah. we have to pinpoint it. Yeah, blame men. Blame, blame prostate cancer. <laughs> <laughs> is that what it's for? November is, yeah. Because like I was not, I did not get that. See, yeah, no, that's. I think they maybe need to um, try and get away from just the doing the facial hair thing and realise that actually he's trying Talk to raise about, money oh, for a, cancer. An actual cause. It was, yeah, yeah. It reminded me of this um, Facebook thing from a couple of years ago where women were taking like selfies without makeup. Oh yeah. But it was for cancer. It's like no, you're just being vain. Yeah. And you're just fishing for compliments. You're raising awareness. Um, ra- yeah, raising awareness. We all know cancer's a thing, mate. Yeah. Like, pipe down. You know? <laughs> <laughs> just, we all know cancer exists. But the thing, the point would be to like go, okay, well, I'm doing posting a no makeup selfie. Here is where you. Here is the cause. Here is where you can donate. Not just like hashtag no makeup selfie. Yeah, exactly. Like you know, here and there may be some statistics about the thing, the the issue. Not like. It's, yeah. So what's this raising awareness of them? wanking? They're raising more awareness of wanking because no one's heard of it. And there's the slippery slope. This is the first. This about. is the first time I've ever heard of it. I might give it a try. Sounds like a bit of fun. <laughs> I've got a bit of time on my hands. I get going this afternoon. I've got a get long some drive. More time on your hands. <laughs> I've got a long drive ahead of me. <laughs> got a long drive later. I've got, yeah. Uh, our guess is that this is related to social constructs of the social constructs of religion and the anti-masturbation crusade that was inspired by Kellogg's. That's what? true. <laughs> yeah, really? old Kellogg's. He was very anti anti-masturbation, and um, the I feel like what is it? The eating of cereals what is it? was the like cornflakes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I might have What's to do cornflakes re- got to do with wanking? What yeah, no. That's this is the thing. I feel like it was. I might be wrong on this. I'm going to let this up because this is good. Good coffee and memes fodder. But it was like, eat these cereals because they're so bland and shit, they'll make you want to stop wanking. I, that may literally have been the theory <laughs> behind it. Uh, but he was a real mad right. bastard, old Kellogg. Um, so retaliation, what, like 80 years later? Yeah, basically wanking to a box of cornflakes. That's going to, uh, this is the, uh, yeah, raise awareness. So many people disconnected from their own bodies. Um, they are either turned down or turned off, often from past trauma and shame, and they are craving to feel more alive and sexually vibrant. So post pictures of yourself, post wank on fucking social media. Split the difference? I don't know. The purpose of this campaign, like, oh, God. Come on, guys. Just, ugh. I, pfft, ugh. I wonder who the illustrator is. Uh, Ella Byworth. Great. 
Yep, good stuff. Oh, well, it's like bit fun, doesn't it? I mean, yeah, why not? It's, just, it's the end of the show, guys. We're literally, we're at 11. I think it'll cut us off on the radio by now. Still going on Facebook and YouTube, though. Um, right, it's time to shout out the VIP list. A fine bunch who are supporting on Patreon, keeping the show alive. Um, I, I would, hopefully, I'll try and post some pictures of the app, the new app that is almost ready now uh, on the socials next week, I think. Get some mock-ups done. That'd be nice. Um, but yeah, thank you to everyone who supported on Patreon. They've just been charged next yesterday. So if you're in for a tenner or more, I will make sure your, your accounts are updated with your five quid credit that you can spend on your merch. And if you want to donate, just go to threshold.fm. And go to the donate page, and all the info you could possibly need is right there. And you get your name read out at the end of every show, like Oliver Hooper, Nicholas Gonclaus, Tom Ryan, Reese Mosson, Squidgy Beats Parsons, Paulie Hutton, Kieran R. Ah, come on. Michael Kaczynski, Matthew Tompkins, Dave Long, Joel Potter, Cole Murphy, Sam Howard, Tony J. Ma- ah, come on. Richard Patson, Jack Murphy, Tom Cam, Stephen Harris, Matthew Bullard, Zara Pickle, Jerome, uh, Giro- oh, fucked it today. I did it quite well yesterday. Jerome <laughs> uh, Van Thunderbuck, Mike Pye, Anthony Walker, Lily Unsub, Richard Franks, Thomas Allchode, Ryder, Andrew Hoshabek, John Finlayson, the BDR crew, Peter Glatchford, Austin Grief, Cooper, Kennedy Lightfield, Ryan Glazer, James Parry, Dave Thompson, Hannah Bartendo, Lady Griffin, Liam, the Menace Underwood, Dan Fucking Morris, the Go, the STDs, Justin Mercer, Rains NC, Josh Williams, Rob Huffman, Chevy T, Coco Shiva, Dan Elton, Tyron Wilmore, Mr. Pope, Doug Chris Rice, is actually superior to drum and bass, Nicholas Dorsey, Damon Rainer, Chris Brace, The Bill, Grizzle Bartleson, Odin Bates, Lee Fuller D, Janet Jemmy, Flaxis, Alexander Cassidy, Matt Wright, Dylan Laws, Grant Sullivan, not that Tom Robinson, on YouTube, Trans Wars Denier, Craig uh, Cornford, Grace Sellers, Dab Smasher, Connor Smythe, uh, Kevin Kaiser, Chris Shaw, Mr. Happy the German Trance Overlord of Drum and Bass, Ranking Mates Uplifting Vocal, Side Trance under the Alias Cosmic Waft, Keep a Cool Tool in the Motor Pool, but Don't Let You Meet Life, Nick Brock, Mustang Philly, and Sean Simpson. Thank you all. You're all great. Um, Squiff, you managed to not start. A sentence with well more than five times so you're now legally allowed to promote this show on sunday what is it um oh where's the picture come on yeah it's a free event uh rye wax in the basement in the peckham yeah yeah it's a yeah. dmb um, and oh let me just get the image Yeah, it's, uh, it's called 170 and it's free entry. Yeah. And it's just a nice afternoon. Starts at. Oh, it's daytime? Yeah, it's uh, 4 till 11. Oh, nice. So it's a nice little nice little event. You can also get a roast there. And uh, if you hate any of the things that I've said today and you're angry, um, you know where I'll be on Sunday. You can come down <laughs> and yell at me over some good music. <laughs> so there's that. <laughs> if you've been triggered by it, if you have been affected, if you have been affected by any of the things. That Squiff has said over this or any previous episodes. This Sunday, you can come down. You can protest her. You can throw eggs. You can uh, yeah, come at me in real life. <laughs> you can cash her outside. How about that? How about it? Well, how about that? Um, listen, cheers, guys. I love you all. I'll be back tomorrow morning with a dog. Uh, so that's going to be fun. And driving to Bruges now to pick it up. Uh, it's quite long, as I've mentioned. Quite long, but quite, quite low. Sausage. Quite low, yep. And sausage crossed with who even knows what. Maybe crossed with a corgi, maybe crossed with a monkey. I just don't know. It's of indeterminate breed. Uh, right, I love you. I'll see y'all tomorrow. Bye. Cheers, good boy.